like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. I'm such a lucky guy, and I love passing that good luck on to you. Each week, I get to visit with some really tremendous musicians, and I meet them at the deep side of the pool, and this week is a perfect example of that good fortune in full blossom. We're headed to Berkeley, California for a visit with Eve Decker. Eve does music with that extra layer of depth that so enriches all who hear her because she combines Dharma teaching with her musical performances. She teaches by example, conveys truth without creeds, and she joins us by phone right now from Berkeley, California. I'm so happy to have you here today, Eve, for Song of the Soul. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Mark. Let's talk a little bit about where you are. You're in Berkeley, California. We got in touch with each other through Marka Cassidy. She pointed me to you. So what's your connection with Marka? Marka and I actually met maybe 10 or 15 years ago. We were both musicians then traveling around playing folk music. She was solo and I was in a trio. I think we met in maybe Boulder, Colorado, but somewhere on a stage together. And we all hit it off, my trio and Marka, we all hit it off. So we did a few shows together. We think we also played out in Oregon together a few times. And then my band broke up and she went on her separate way. And then recently we met again here in Berkeley. She now lives in Berkeley also. And there's a woman, an incredible person named Julie Wolf, who has been for the last 20 years playing piano with people like Carly Simon and Dar Williams and stuff like that. And she now produces albums here in Berkeley. So she produced my album, Julie produced my album and Marka's album back to back. So we got to sort of hear and see each other's processes a little bit and got back in touch. I think Mark's new album is fantastic, and I'm also happy with mine. And part of what that is about is this incredible woman, Julie Wolf, who produced both records. So that's how I've been back in touch with Marka, and it's super sweet that she connected me with you. She is wonderful. I did have her on Song of the Soul a while ago. You mentioned the trio you were part of. Rebecca Riots, I believe, was the trio. Who was in that group? Myself, Lisa Zeiler, and Andrea Pritchett. I haven't heard any of the music from Rebecca Riots, but just knowing you and seeing the description of it as a feminist folk trio, it just makes my heart pitter-patter very quickly. (laughs) I I, I know I want to hear it. That's great. Yeah, it was fun there, fun times. Have you been in Berkeley for a long time? Is this your long-time home? 
Yes. In fact, I grew up in Northern California and then came to Berkeley to go to college. And basically, this has been my home for 20 years. Although, being a musician, a lot of my home has been inside a van, you know, traveling around the United States. Uh, But when I do come home, Berkeley is where it is. You know, I saw a comment on your website. It was a comment posted by the Marin Independent Journal. Buddha would dig it. So I think you're connected with Buddhism. Give me your spiritual history. Sure. Well, I grew up actually in a non-practicing Christian family. But what was very spiritual for me as a child was the music. My mother was a musician, a folk musician who brought music to all her children. And so we grew up in a musical household. So that's sort of my taproot for all of my spirituality. When I was in my 20s, I ran a spiritual quest, and I landed with mindfulness practice, which is out of the Buddhist tradition, and Jewish song reading, which I like. I love the Middle Eastern melodies and the praises to the mysterious sacred. So all these years since that time in my early 20s, my spiritual practice has been song reading in Jewish community and mindfulness and compassion practice through the Buddhist community. And that has seeped into my songwriting a lot and my career as well. So now my songwriting is very influenced by ideas like gratitude and compassion and present moment awareness and things that I think are really sustaining and beautiful no matter what tradition a person practices or if one's an atheist, it doesn't matter. They're, to me, they're really beautiful, even life-giving and life-saving practices. So they come into my songwriting. They also sustain me financially. I Most of my music happens in the context of Buddhist or Jewish or liberal Christian communities. Was the non-practicing Christianity of your youth, was that of a liberal variety or evangelical? What kind of Christian was this? Well, my parents both were brought up. My father was actually brought up Catholic and my mother Protestant. And when they raised us, we did not attend church. So we celebrated some Christian holidays. But my parents were agnostic, basically. But we were in Christian community, but not we were not raised religiously. I just say Christian because that was where my parents had come from and we celebrated the holidays. Well, get us started with your music, Eve. There's so much wonderful stuff. We're only going to be able to share several of your songs today. How do you want to start out? Well, I guess there's a little segue there. I released my first solo CD in 2006. What I did with that one was I got together with friends and family and I co-wrote most of the songs on that record. Then the second record I just released last year, and that's called Simple Truth. And that one has, I think, 11 songs on it. And probably a little bit less than half are songs that I had been doing with Rebecca Riots. Uh, Rebecca Riots got started playing in 1993, and my last show was in 2009. So that was a long stretch of time that we played together. And some of the songs I wanted to bring with me into my solo career. Some of them are on Rebecca Wright's recording, some of them aren't, but I've played with Rebecca Wright, so they're my venerable old standard Eve songs that I'm bringing with me into my solo career. And so you want to start with? Well, I guess I want to start with Faith because of this conversation. Faith is a song that I wrote in 19, I think, 95, and then re-recorded it last year and re-released it on this new CD. 
because it's still germane to me and it still resonates with my audiences. It's a song about hanging in there when times are tough. My angle on that idea of having faith is through the trust in impermanence, the trust in this too shall pass. Well, the way the mind works, or certainly my mind works, is that when times are difficult, there's a fear that it will never change, you know, that the difficult thing won't pass, that this is some kind of chronic and endless thing. But really, there's this truth about the world. It's taught in Buddhism, but it's also something we can directly just perceive and know. It's just logical, which is that everything changes. Having faith in impermanence, in that this too shall pass, has brought me a lot of relief when times are hard and poignancy and gratitude when things are good. Because things keep changing. So that's what faith is about. The sky is gray Against the landscape of your heart It's been that way For far too long You toss and turn Waiting for change to come You wonder where You're going wrong You call your friends You go to work You say your prayers And will they Keep on wandering Although we try, we can't predict The journey of the soul You gotta let it go Take it on faith Let it go, take it on faith It's hard to see When you're caught up in the struggle, hard to believe You're doing all right Don't let your pain Make you do something foolish Just love yourself Take this ride on faith Take it on faith
Our guest today for Song of the Soul is Eve Decker. That was her song, Faith, from her recording just from last year, Simple Truth. As you heard the message, which she told us what it was about already, I had another take on it when I first heard the words, you know, take it on faith. I was raised Catholic. I've been Quaker since my early adulthood. So I had a different exposure when someone in the Catholic Church was telling me to take it on faith. They were saying, I don't have to prove it to you, and you shouldn't question. You should just take it on faith. Is there some implication of not questioning that's also part of what you're talking about, Eve? No, I'm actually more, in terms of my own spiritual path, I'm more, I don't think doubt in terms of doubting what's working for us necessarily serves us. I do think that inquiry and curiosity and questioning are really, really crucial and important. And that what we have faith in then isn't dogma, it's our direct experience. So no, I wouldn't say that I'm saying have faith in an idea that's been given to us, but yes, having faith in what we've directly experienced is true. So what we can directly experience that things change. I mean, it's so simple, right? <laughs> but, but, and yet, the way our minds are and the way they cling to certainty and how that can be a disservice to us when times are difficult, that just remembering, oh yeah, just hang in there because things do change. So that was my message in that song. So, you know how any kind of piece of art is, if it serves people in another way, that's great. But if it brings up distress, then it's good to clarify where I was coming from. So I assume that you wrote this song in part for others, but certainly in part for yourself. Were there times when you were dangling out there? There's times when you weren't sure. There's times when you had to remind yourself, no, I don't need to cling to this. Totally. That's where I, I've been writing songs since I was eight years old. And one of the things that I learned, and it's taken me years to learn this, but it's really true is that if I write completely authentically from my own experience, which my mind would like to tell me is like chronically unique, but it isn't, is my point. If I write in a very deep and authentic and specific way about my own experience, what I've learned is that it translates, it very often, not always, of course, but very often translates for many, many other people. And so I've learned to take risks with my songwriting and be really vulnerable and honest about what's true for me. And that's certainly the case with this song, too. I wrote it basically to help myself get through an extremely difficult time in my life. And then, like with so many of my other songs, I brought it out onto a stage, brought it out to an audience, and lo and behold, many, many, many people also found some help from it. Give us some more music from your soul, from your song of the soul. Well, in the same vein of writing something that is just what I think is uniquely true for me and then putting it out there and finding that other people resonate with it. I wrote a song called Simple Truth because I noticed that I can deeply care for others, but that my mind can be pretty self-critical that really unconditionally loving myself was extremely difficult. 
My mind can be really demanding of me and really blaming of me if I don't live up to some standard of perfection that I pretty much can almost never live up to. And so through mindfulness practice, I became aware of my mind habits like this and that that self-acceptance was near upon impossible for me. So I began a practice of learning to really care for myself and love myself. And then I wrote a song about it, which is the song Simple Truth. Because I thought, if I could really radically accept things in nature, a deer or a tree, beautiful owl or whatever, why am I so incapable of directing that same care toward myself? And so I wrote an inquiry song about it. And they brought it out into the world. And again, just like this face, lo and behold, there were many, many other people who understood this struggle and the longing in the song to just really embrace myself as I am rather than waiting for some mysterious time in the future when I've lived up to every sort of impossible cultural standard. That was the source of the song, Simple Truth. The way I see it, there are two choices. I can wait for all these voices to tell me I have made it. Or I can't love myself the way I am The way I see it, there are two choices Try to do it their way Or find my own rejoicing music And play I've been given a responsibility To love myself like I would love a child Chaotic, wild, and turning Building bridges, bridges burning Just as I am to love me Maybe self-hatred protects me Until the day no one rejects me If I reject myself first Coldness might not hurt as much Maybe if I work harder Try more, do more, faster, longer The day will come I feel loved by everyone I've been given a responsibility To love myself like I love trees Okay, when branches crack and fall no striving, no have-tos at all Sparkling green that breathes me Just as I am Loves me
ability to love ourselves like we love freedom using courage just to say the simple truth of you and me love looks like humble gratitude like Simple Truth from the CD, Simple Truth, a CD released by Eve Decker last year. And again, about not self-judging, not, uh, actually I heard it said another way. A few weeks ago, I was down in Madison, Wisconsin, visited the Quaker meeting there and we were discussing something beforehand. And someone was talking about pride and then about self-esteem. And one man chimed in with the opinion that What we need to give people is not self-esteem, but self-compassion. We don't need to tell people, oh, you're good, oh, you're a great baseball player, or or whatever. What we need to tell them is treat yourself lovingly. I agree. That's beautiful. We don't need self-esteem. We need self-compassion, which is, of course, what I think you do. You do a lot of Dharma teaching, I think, from the stage, but also workshops and everything else. How often do you do this stuff? Oh, a lot. It's uh, one of my primary livelihood, actually. Yeah, I teach, in fact, one of the classes that I teach weekly uses music and teachings. It's a 10-week class. I teach it here in Berkeley on this very idea of self-compassion. It's called Metta for Self. Metta, M-E-T-T-A, is a word in Pali, which was a language spoken in northern India about 2,600 years ago, while the Buddha was living. It's no longer spoken by lay people, but the language was kept alive by Buddhist monastics. And metta means loving kindness. And every week is a new topic that helps with this. So we begin with mindfulness, and then we do intention. And we all have practices. They're all pragmatic practices, so it's not just just a discussion, but you go home with something you can try, gratitude, generosity, forgiveness, transforming judgmental mind are actually really very powerful practices for transforming judgmental mind, um, both if you notice your mind has judgments towards self or others. So all these wonderful things. So I teach about them, and I also use music. There's songs that I've written and also many, many songs that I've collected that can help us remember to practice things like gratitude and forgiveness and compassion. So one of the songs that I wrote that's on this topic about, you know, noticing glass half full, bringing our minds into awareness of the good instead of keeping that unconscious or less important than the difficult things, is a song given to you. And in this song, I'm talking about this very thing, about beginning to notice what normally is outside of consciousness. Like, for instance, the rise and fall of breath, or the bird song, or the 
the view as we walk to work or this kind of thing. Bringing it into consciousness and logging it into long-term memory as part of who we are and what our lives are. And in this way, we begin to see that something as ordinary as functioning legs. Many people do not have legs at work. They need to use the wheelchair. So if you happen to be a person who has legs that can walk, it's possible to bring awareness to the legs walking, feel genuine gratitude for it, and in this way change our perception of how our lives are so that we're more aware of the goodness in our lives. So this song given to you is exactly about this thing. But I know it's a gift Earth and sky Every exhale Every in-breath The whole universe telling me Yes I have this body A traveling Sweet devoted Companion Warm and Spacious mystery, priceless gift bestowed to me. I cannot tell you why we're here, so broken and so lost. I do not understand the hate, daily grief.
about the wonder of the mundane given to you it's by Eve Decker and her website is evedecker.com she's my guest today for Song of the Soul this is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org on that site you'll find more than nine and a half years of our programs for free listening and download you'll find more information and links to our guests like to Eve Decker you'll find a place for comments and we love if you post your comments when you visit because we love two-way communication there's also a place to donate to support this work it is how this work is completely undertaken so click on support when you visit but even before you do that i'd like to encourage you to support your local community radio station they provide a slice of music and news that you get nowhere else on the american airwaves and so start by supporting them the song that we just heard was given to you, again, by Eve Decker. She's out in Berkeley, California. I'm in Wisconsin. I think it's warmer there, by the way, Eve. I think maybe you should be grateful for that weather. We are. We are. We are grateful for it. All us Californians are aware that we are blessed with the springtime here. Flowers are blooming, and we talk about it. We know we're lucky and we're grateful, and we actually send a lot of love and compassion out to our brethren and sisters in most of the other states. There's a lot of care and concern about all the cold weather that's been going on. Wishing everybody well. Stay warm and dry. Actually, kind of my experience of it, it's really more obvious for me to appreciate something, to feel the gratitude for it when it's in short supply. So when I've had my leg in a cast and I get the cast off, there's this immense feeling of grace that's come back into my life. And so when spring hits here, you know I'm grateful for spring. (laughs) (laughs) When we have things in omnipresence or in abundance, it's so easy to take them for granted. I actually like the simplicity of hardship, if you call it, but I don't see it as hardship. I see it as preparing state for gratitude. Beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely got that silver lining to it. It's also possible, though, I've done this pigeons. Do you have a lot of pigeons in Wisconsin? There's enough pigeons here, but we've got so many other birds. Okay, well, we have, also in urban settings, Berkeley's quite a city, tons of pigeons. So pigeons are considered a blight, you know, nobody, you know, there's pigeons everywhere. Who cares about pigeons? But if Pigeons are just an example of how even when something's in abundance, if you intend to or choose to bring focused awareness to pigeons, for instance, you can see so much beauty in their feathers, so much variety, so much beauty in their flight and intelligence in their work together as a flock. So I think it's true that the Definitely the silver lining of hardship is that it prepares us for gratitude. And even when we have something in abundance, it's like how people say grace before meals, people who are already abundantly having food, but choosing to bring the mind into focus again around that this is not something to be taken for granted is a beautiful practice, too. So it's both hands. Well, give us some more of your music, because I know that every song you have introduces us to more of the qualities of, I think, how we really will feel a more rich and wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Well, there's certainly, for me, they are all 
practices that have really deeply enriched me. One of those practices is generosity. So I mentioned that I grew up in an agnostic household, and we were generous, but generosity wasn't something that was discussed in the way it can be in some religious households where, where people tithe and give back as a matter of course. That wasn't part of my growing up. We were generous, but it wasn't discussed. It wasn't a concept that was discussed at the dinner table or anything. So it was something that I started discussing and practicing intentionally when I was in my 20s. What I found about generosity, like so many things, is that it serves us as much as it serves the person that we're giving to. That it's transformative for the giver. And that that in itself is enough of a reason to be generous. One thing I noticed, for example, is if I was having depression and I was able to do an act of generosity, like go work in a soup kitchen for a while, which is what I did at the time that I wrote the song. I was working in a soup kitchen at a Unitarian church. So, you know, I was feeding people who needed food, which is wonderful. But for me, what was also wonderful is that it completely brought me out of the kind of ruminative thought that was generating the depression. It just changes channels for me. So I just think that generosity is one of those practices like gratitude or compassion that can really, really help us when we're feeling contracted and hurting. And so I wrote the song from that direct experience. Generosity by Eve Decker. I trust in the power of generosity. Give her a shawl I can't afford. While she's gone, I'm the one who stays warm. Thinking about that shawl over her shoulders. I trust in the power of generosity. And give him a $20 bill. Stands alone at the intersection But he's given me A sense of connection What this secret I've stumbled onto her Something we all should have been told Maybe you always knew For me I didn't get it till I got older But that's better than Trust in the power of generosity And give a party for a friend We come together to give her love she can see She fills up our love, but so do we What's this secret I've stumbled onto her Something we all should have been told Maybe you Always knew For me I didn't get it till I got older But that's better than never Knowing the power of generosity There have been times when I didn't know If I'd make it through 
social scientist, hugely viewed and fabulous TED Talks and books and so forth, Brene Brown. She's a researcher, and she says that boundaries are a really crucial component of compassion because you can't really give without resentment if you're giving too much of yourself. And I think that's also really true. So, yeah, middle way and boundaries are definitely part of the equation with generosity, too. I do want to have more of your music. I know we're going to run out of time before we get as much in as I want to have. What would you like to share next? This next song is called Vulnerable, and it's just a song I wrote with the observation. I was out jogging in a redwood forest here in California, and I heard a sound that I thought was someone cutting down an old-growth redwood. So I jogged in to see what it was, and the sound wasn't that a saw, an electric saw. It was a deer dying and had been attacked by a pack of dogs. So I, I shouted off the dogs, and I stayed with the deer while it died and sang to it while it was dying and reflected afterwards about the students that I have. I'm a part-time elementary school music teacher and how some of them are also vulnerable and in need and how I am also as a human being vulnerable. And so I wrote this song about vulnerability and compassion. Created with care over thousands of years Beauty lurks in the eyes and the hooves of the deer Beauty is not seen by a pack of dogs Who pull you down into the stream Now you lie in the creek As still as the rocks I watched you drown And I did not stop you You were on your way And it seemed to me to be kinder than the man with the gun But I sang for you Though you did not hear And I sang to the tree spirits Asking them to release your Though you may not 
change that still I sing with you my mind runs wild as water and the pain in me goes big sometimes I lash out someone I presence and inspirational words that you have today come to us via Eve Decker. That was her song, Vulnerable. It's from her latest CD, Simple Truth. You can find Eve on her website at evedecker.com or come via the nordenspiritradio.org website. We always have links to our guests. Vulnerable. I imagine that there's some cutthroat capitalist who thinks that this is a bad idea being vulnerable. It's all about dog eat dog. And if you're vulnerable, that means your throat gets ripped out. Do you get a lot of cutthroat capitalists who come to your concerts? No. (laughs) And I would just say even the cutthroat capitalists are vulnerable. Like we all have illness and old age, if we're lucky, and death. And we can spend a lifetime building armor around our vulnerability. But We can also choose to be vulnerable, and even though that puts us more open to being hurt, it also makes us more open to kindness and empathy and creativity and innovation, and that vulnerability is not a bad thing. And I think that many of us all around the world are beginning to learn that there's armoring, but there's never a complete freedom from vulnerability, and that armoring itself exacts a very high toll that many of us no longer choose to pay. Well, time for one last song, Eve. How can we conclude your song of the soul? I would like to offer this song. I did not write it. It was translated from the Mandarin by a friend of mine. His name is Reverend Hung Shur. He's the abbot of the Berkeley Buddhist Monastery. Translated from the Mandarin and then put to a tune by Lorena McKennett. It's called Dedication of Merit. 
the song expresses the wish that everybody, every person, every animal, every being everywhere could someday and in some way know freedom. So we all could be happy and safe and healthy and free. So we're going to end Eve Decker's Song of the Soul with the song Dedication of Merit. Eve, it's just so wonderful to get to know you. Your music inspires me. I, I guess in part I feel echoes of the Indigo Girls. <laughs> yeah. and, but the words, the message, and the music mm. all combine to make for me a glorious experience, an inspirational one. So I do want to encourage people to go out, check out evedecker.com either of these CDs or maybe you can dig deeper into her past when she was with Rebecca Riots. And if you're on location over in California, maybe you can drop by Berkeley and do one of the workshops and concerts with her. But you also travel, of course, Eve. I do. Yeah, and I'll I'll keep people appraised on my website about that. So all of that, I thank you so much for sharing the beautiful music and the beautiful words and inspirations teachings and for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. There are bonus excerpts from my visit with Eve on the Northern Spirit Radio website, nordenspiritradio.org. So please visit and leave a comment when you do, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul, Dedication of Merit, performed by Eve Decker. May every living be our minds as one and radiant with light. Share the fruits of peace with hearts of goodness, luminous and bright. If people hear and see. Thank you.
theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you. And you can feel you and sing out a song of the soul.